welcome to the Rise Rooted Podcast. If you're a mom who feels like you've lost yourself along the way, you have landed in the right spot. I'm your host, Katherine Middlebrooks, founder of BRB Yoga and postpartum health expert who has helped thousands of moms rebuild their bodies after baby. Each week, join me and my guests as we explore ways to create health in mind and body so that you can live a life you love. Welcome back. Now, I have mentioned creating a vision in literally all of the episodes so far. I do promise that we're going to talk about lots of other things too, but this is pretty fundamental to getting started with creating a life you love. So today, I want to dive into the tactical how-to. How do you create a vision for what you want in your life? Now, let me start by saying there are many ways to do this, right? People make vision boards. People use worksheets. Fine. There's so many ways that you can do this. I'm going to share the way that I did this. But if you resonate with some other method, do that. The important thing is that you actually spend some time dreaming about what is possible for you. As I mentioned in episode two, where I shared my story, creating my vision for my life was a real turning point for me because it made it abundantly clear to me that the life that I was living was not in alignment with the life I wanted. And once I knew and saw that so clearly, I couldn't just go on with business as usual. It really propelled me into taking action on actively creating something different for myself. This is the power of creating a vision. So before I dive into how to do it, I want to take a minute to share a few mindset pieces to bring into this process before you begin. First and most importantly, do not think about how you are going to get to your vision. This process truly is about dreaming into your future. Do not think about how you are going to make it happen. When you shift into thinking about how, you are changing your way of thinking. It becomes more limited, more action-oriented. We don't want you in that mindset while you are creating your vision. When you are creating your vision, I want you to focus only on the what. What do you want it to look like? Don't worry about how you're going to get there. Number two, Don't get too specific in your vision. It is tempting when thinking about kind of where you want to live. It's tempting to get too detailed. What I would rather you do is think about what you want to see and hear when you walk out your door or what you want to see and hear in your home. But don't necessarily say, I want a home in this neighborhood or this city. That is limiting to your vision. And as I talked about last episode in having fluidity and flow, it's best not to limit your vision with those specifics. Number three, I like to go for a five-year vision. I think one year is just too short to make major changes happen. It's really hard to completely change the direction of your life in one year. And 10 years is so long that you will likely see that your vision changes pretty drastically from the first time you do it to five years out. So stick with five years. It's a good sweet spot where you truly can have a life that looks completely different than what you are living now, if that is what you want. Now, ideally, if you have a partner or spouse and they are willing, do this with them. You are, in essence, co-creating your lives, and so it can be very powerful to have a joint vision that you can both work toward. 
It's also a really great conversation starter for you and your significant other. Now, if for whatever reason your spouse isn't into this sort of thing, that's okay too. You can absolutely do it on your own. And if you do do it on your own, maybe check and see if they're at least willing to hear what you came up with. Sharing your vision with them can be a really nice way to share your hopes and dreams with your significant other. Most often, your spouse will want you to be happy, and so they will be excited to hear what it is that you're wanting to create. But again, don't force it on them. Some people are not into this stuff, and if they aren't, fine. (laughs) It will still be a very powerful practice for you to do personally. Okay, now let's talk about how to create your vision. So in my house, I like to call it a life summit. (laughs) I think there's something fun about the word summit. It like increases the importance of the event. So the way that I do it, I do do it with my husband. We pick a time where we can do it without kids nearby. If you need to wait till your kids are asleep or get a babysitter or throw them in front of a screen for an hour, do what you need to do, but you need to do this in a time where you're not going to be interrupted by little people. Now, the first step is that you are going to create your visions separately, okay? If you're doing this together, you do it separately first. So you're each going to create your own vision. The way we do this is we take a big sheet of paper and we have categories listed on the paper. I'll give you the categories in just a second. And we begin writing down what we want our lives to look like five years from now in all of those categories. Here are the categories that we use. You might have something else that is very important to you that you value. If so, include it. The categories that we use are things like our home and environment. This is really like where you want to live, how you want that to feel, what you want to see when you walk out the door. Um, The second category is job and career. And I'm going to have these listed in the show notes so you can go and look at these categories if you want to see them. Uh, In job and career, this is, you know, how are you working and earning money? This honestly ends up being the way you spend much of your time, so it's worth thinking about it. The third category is finances. How much money do you want saved? Where are you earning money from? What about your debt? All of those things. Think through those. The fourth category is your nuclear family. So we look at this separate from kind of our extended family and friends. We look at what we want to build in our little house with us and our two kids, what we want them to be doing, what experiences we want to be having with them. The next category is extended family and friends. So that is the experiences that we want to be having with all the people we love and how we want to be relating to them. The next category is hobbies and extracurricular. This is, you know, the extra ways that you're spending your time. What are you doing to bring more pleasure into your life? The next category, social contribution. If there are ways that you want to be contributing to your community or volunteering, put those down. Especially, I think, when you are not living a life that's in alignment with what you want, often this falls by the wayside. But when you're visioning your life, you can think about, oh, I'm going to create a life that gives me so much time that then I can help these people or contribute in this way. And that's really powerful. And then finally, the category of marriage. It's important for us to really think about what we want our marriage to look like 
so that we continue to give some love and attention to each other rather than just focusing on the children. Those are the categories. Again, feel free to add one if you feel like we missed something. They're broad and vague, and you can see the descriptions that I gave you are broad and vague because this can look many different ways. You just want to start thinking about what it is that you want these areas to look like. I'll read a couple of examples of what I wrote when we did this in 2012. I won't go through all of them, just so you get a sense of kind of what this looked like for us. For living, we said we wanted to be somewhere rural, where when we walked out of our door, we saw mountains and we had lots of space. We wanted a dog and we wanted to be getting lots of time outside. Funny enough, that is truly exactly where we live now, so that has very much come to life. When it came to our family, we wanted lots of time to travel and to be with our kids. At that point, we wanted to be homeschooling our children and have regular date nights and time together. Funny enough, we actually did homeschool a bit in the RV for our daughter, who was four and then five, and it felt very challenging at that time. So then when we settled here in Durango, we sent our kids to school. But now with coronavirus and having everyone at home, we're actually rethinking that and we might go back to homeschooling next year. So it's like we've come full circle on that part of that vision. And then finally, I'll talk about our jobs. We wanted jobs that felt personally fulfilling and had a big impact in the world. We wanted to have multiple streams of income and we wanted to be doing work that gave us independence in our time. We didn't want to be beholden to someone else's schedule. So again, you can see those aren't very specific that's by design, but that gives you a good feel of what it is that you want in your job. At that point, if you're doing this yourself, great, you have your vision. If you are doing this with your significant other, then you're going to want to come back together at this point, and you're going to want to share your visions with each other. So you each share what you wrote down, and you try to combine them onto one single piece of paper. So you can still have it kind of split out where it's like, okay, for jobs, you know, Catherine wants this and Paul wants this. It doesn't have to be that you blend everything perfectly, but just really putting everything together on one paper so that you can see the similarities in your vision and the differences in your vision. Don't worry if there are differences. There are for sure going to be differences. Just note them and be aware of them. Again, thinking about that notion of fluidity, just because you can't see the way your vision and his vision will come to life doesn't mean that there isn't a way to get there, right? With fluidity, often both of your visions can come to life in a way that you couldn't dream up of at this moment. And hopefully, as you have that discussion with your partner about what it is you're both wanting, it's going to be really enlightening to both of you to talk about your dreams and what you want. For us, we found that it can be a very powerful bonding experience because it unites you both around building something together and you can both get excited about what it is that you're going to build together. Okay, so now you either have your solo vision or your joint vision. The next step is to think about what one major action you can take to begin moving forward on any of that. (laughs) For us, the way this looked, we saw so much freedom in our plans, right? We wanted time freedom, location freedom. We knew 
that we had to start taking action on building a business. That was the only way that we were going to break free from the nine to five, our time is not our own model. So that's where we started on our plan. So what we did, we said, okay, let's put together, our one major action is put together a business plan for what it would take to start a business, literally any business. (laughs) And at that point, we had a ton of ideas floating around our heads. So the business that we actually started with was a wedding barn, right? Like a property with a barn that we would rent out for weddings and events. We picked that one because it had a lot of the pieces that we saw in our vision. We could have it somewhere in the mountains. It would give us time outside. We even went and looked at some properties at the time. So in the end, obviously, we didn't go that route. I do not own a wedding barn event space at this point in time because ultimately we saw once we made the business model, like we weren't excited about it anymore. It seemed hard, honestly. It seemed like it was going to take a lot of physical labor, a lot of overhead. It was going to be a ton of time on like weekends and nights. And that just wasn't the life that we were really wanting. But by creating our vision, taking that one action on it of working through that business plan, it started us moving forward. It started getting us thinking about the realities of running a business and different types of businesses that you can run, which helped us realize what we did and didn't want from a business. So ultimately, researching wedding barns led me to create BRB Yoga, but it all started with casting the vision. Last thing, I do encourage you to hang up your vision somewhere that you can see it regularly. Keeping it top of mind is powerful just to keep you moving forward on it. We have our vision posted to the back of a door in our office, a door that is often closed when we are working in there. So we see it very, very frequently. So that's it on visions. Now we can talk about other things. (laughs) As you can see, it is not complicated, but it's so powerful. So your action step for today, schedule your life summit. And then when you do, share it with me on Instagram so that I can celebrate with you as you take this first step towards creating a life that is all yours. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Rise Rooted. You can find all the links mentioned in today's show at our website, brbyoga.com, as in be right back. And if you're looking for support to heal your post-baby body, please head to our website. There you'll find our courses for core, pelvic floor, and hip health, as well as free masterclasses and blog posts designed to teach you how to feel your best in your post-baby body. And yes, that even applies to you if you had your baby 30 years ago. If you enjoyed today's show, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or posting a screenshot of today's episode to Instagram. Doing so makes my day and helps other moms find the show. Thanks so much for being here. Till next time.